Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha, and I've got producer James in the background on the other mic. Hello. And we're so happy that you guys are here and that you're still listening to the show and telling other people about the show. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. <clears throat> Correct, producer James? Yes, we do. Look, you're already going to have to, you know, put your producer skills to the test because I have a cough. I'm congested. Stuff keeps getting stuck at the back of my throat. So just bear with me. I'm literally writing something on the prep sheet saying cough times. Yeah. Just in case. Because there's going to be a few. I'm <laughs> congested. I have the sniffles. Oh, I may have walking pneumonia. <laughs> and you're making me work. <laughs> you're so negative. You really are so negative. But speaking of negative, um, there's this lady in Utah who got arrested for burning down her apartment to get rid of bad energy and negativity. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. Did she mean to? Or did no, it no, they, they, no. Those were not her intentions. She, uh, I, she got a tree of life. What is that? Fear of life is, uh, it looks like a little statue or like a, a tree. It looks like a tree. Okay. And then on each branch, they'll have something. Okay. It's the tree of life. Okay. I probably did not describe it correctly at all. <laughs> so but... then do you light that on fire? <laughs> no, no, I have not known of it, it being lit on fire. I've only seen them as like, like room decor. But so I, I'm like, is this motherfucker made out of wood? Is it what is it made out of brass? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not wood because she had a hard time lighting it up. She like put it and a cauldron together. It's just like it just, the true life just wasn't lighting up. So she put alcohol all over it. Oh, and burn, baby, burn. That's what <laughs> As you do at three o'clock in the morning. Wow. E yeah. I'm like, damn, she must have had a really bad day that day. Like how, like how much negative energy in your house is, you, you know, required for you to be up at 3 a.m. burning shit down? I wanted it all the negativity go ahead and leave. Say, we're not going to fuck with this bitch no more. <laughs> that's what I would do if I were a negative energy. I mean, that's like poltergeist level of let's fuck this house up and get and get out. Yeah, luckily no one was hurt, including her, nor any of her neighbors or anything like that. But she just got a post bail and... Oh. I know. Would she have to put like one of those signs in her yard said that I'm an arson from the, the year starting <laughs> to 2023 till like however long? No, it's not like being a sex offender. No, you don't have to report that. I mean, that would be a pretty fucking good one to report. This bitch be burning places down. I would want to know if my neighbor was has a habit of burning houses down. Yeah, I would too. To be like, mm-hmm. Like they should put that in the yard whenever one is when someone's looking to buy a house <laughs> next to someone. I mean, because that gives you something to think about. Maybe like, eh, you know what? I just don't have a good feeling about this place. It has nothing to do that with the fact that our neighbor is a serial arsonist. But I'm just feeling a lot of negative energy. I mean, maybe next time, lady, I can't remember your name. Just just sage it. I mean, say, but then again, that's dangerous as well. I have burnt a hole in a chair saging before. <laughs> she sure has. Yes, and he has never, ever, 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 ever let me live it down. Nor will I. But to me, I'm like, but there was no negative energy in the store today. <laughs> oh, except all the negative energy I had after having a hole in my furniture. It was barely a hole. 
it was tiny. See, that's what I hate. A hole is either a hole or it's not. Like you can't have barely a hole. That's that's it's either a hole or it's not. It was a little bitty hole. It could be a small hole. It was a small hole. But a hole nonetheless. It was yeah, it was charred on the edges. <laughs> <laughs> and you could see through it. Uh, you can see the cotton. Technic yeah. Technically a hole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it was a baby hole. If it, it was a ba it was. I think there's a such thing as barely a hole. Okay. That's and fine. we all know I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you hear about this other lady who? Uh, so on LinkedIn, do they post jobs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah. it was LinkedIn that she saw it on. She saw that it was her. Pretty much same exact job, but they were just adding a person onto that team. Okay. And she saw that that person was going to make more money than her. Oh, they had this. Oh, was this in California? Was this in California? Uh, yeah. I think the lady was Asian. Well, no. Because they was... showed her a picture. <laughs> no, wasn't no, no. question. Okay. I didn't know if you saw the picture and you're, we're trying to confirm whether <laughs> this is the correct location. So like, yes, I think it was California. The lady was Asian in case you saw the picture and it's like, oh, that's the same lady I saw. So yeah, we're talking about the same fucking lady. I think it question. makes perfect sense at all. I, I think it makes perfect sense. Because Asians look Californian? No. In case you saw the story. Oh, the story. And yeah, thought, and they had oh. her picture, so you okay. you couldn't remember if it was the same thing. That's why I said it's an eight. See, not all See, the Asian mafia is going to be in my TMs <laughs> and shit like that. The reason I asked is because I think California just went through and had a law passed that says that um, if you're going to post job postings, oh. I think you're required to put the salaries on there now. Well, okay. Well, then maybe we're talking about the same thing because yeah. they posted the salary and she's like, well, fuck, this is more than I make. So she applied for the job. Yeah, I would. I would too. Here's my thing. It's like, how stupid of you knowing that you're going to pay this new person more and there's a possibility of the old person seeing how much you're going to make. Well, that's a, I mean, that is a terrible law for employers, especially in this case, like you just said. Mm -hmm. Now, what it does mean mm -hmm. is that two companies like posting for the same job, you'd think, they would start competing for, mm. you know, for the salaries. Like I pay more. No, I pay more, but eh, I think it's going to go down. I don't, yeah, because, I'd I mean, be pretty pissed off and just leave. I'd be pissed off too. If somebody posted my job and my salary and it was more than what I was making. Yeah. In that for the job. exact same job. Yeah. Oh, so man. I don't know if she got the new job or not, <laughs> or whether she's going to keep her old job. Um, no <laughs> idea at job. all. But yeah, I commend her for doing that to let them yeah. know, like, I'm not stupid. I, I, I see you. Yes. I seize you. So if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast, you know what time it is. It is time for the gap. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gap with Keisha. All right, so I'm a big fan of the family Chantel on TLC. Huge shocker, I'm sure. So we saw this past season that Chantel and, oh, what is it? Pedro, Pedro, Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, phony Pedro. Yeah, because he's a fraud. Uh, are divorcing, all right? Like, it is donezo. There's no reconciling. She even took, like, money out the bank. That is just how bad it is. So... We were all thinking, well, great. 
then we could just have a show that's all about Chantel and her family. No more Pedro, no, no Nicole, and no more Lydia. <laughs> but now we find out that there's more Lydia. So mm. Lydia Himeno is going to be on the upcoming season of 90 Day Fiance Love in Paradise. Really? Why is her old ass going on this show? Like for what? I mean, okay. For a check but uh like what huh like they had no other auditions that were better than putting lydia back on 90 day fiance that is crazy to me that is crazy and, and here's the thing i fucking hate her but i fucking hate her because she's so goddamn mean she's just a, truly a mean person she's mean to her kids she was mean to Chantel. She was mean, mean to Chantel's family. She's a poster. Ooh, who's my man not really talking about? Ooh. Mm, mm. Producer James. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's back. Like, it is, to me, it's not so much odd that she's already been on the show. It's odd because of who she is and how she... I just have a hard time un believing that they had no other auditions, uh, auditioners. Oh, you know they did. I mean, I, it, I, it's just one of those, here's a crossover, you know, kind of grab, I think. Well, this is a bad one. It's a terrible one. Yeah, I don't like this one because then next is going to be Nicole. Oh. oh, and she's she's fucking worse junior over there because she's just <laughs> as bad as her mom. Um, she is terrible. Yeah, so I'm trying to think, am I going to watch this season knowing that Lydia? Yeah, I'm going to still watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to watch it. Hey, you know what? She may be different on this show. I doubt it, but she could possibly be nicer on the show. She ain't going to get no man. She could possibly be nicer on this show. No, not going to happen. She's an no, asshole. She's no. mean. No, she, so Avril Lavigne who, if you don't know who there, that is, which there's a strong possibility that you don't if you're of a certain age. I think our listeners know. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the demographics every month. Uh -huh. Our listeners know. Okay, so if there's a 20 in front of your birth year, <laughs> you probably don't know much about Avril Lavigne, but I'm oh, sure you've They're all 19s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, damn, ain't that something? That were part of the 19 crew. 19, yep. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well you, well, you and me are part of the 19-7. Nine. Yeah, I know. So, 79. So, I mean, I could push it to 80 if I really, really wanted to. <laughs> you could. And be like, I'm an 80s baby. You could round up to 80. I think so. I can't. No, you look like you were born in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Avril Lavigne saying this on her, I, I think her biggest hit to date is, Why are you going to stay so complicated? Oh, I thought it was Skater Boy. Skater she boy. was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. Yeah, that's the only Avril Lavigne song I know off the top of my head. There's others. She's oh, had, no, there she's are. She's had a few hits. She's had a few hits. But she's been out of the scene for a while. But I think, don't quote me on this, so she's got an upcoming album, which may be the catalyst behind this because now she's all over the news. She was engaged to this guy who has like a stupid name and I don't remember it. Like it could not have possibly have been his real name, but she's been engaged to this dude. All of a sudden she breaks off the uh, engagement and she's out with Tyga, 
which if you don't know any of his songs, like I don't, that means that we were born in the 19s. <laughs> People of a certain age. But you may know him for the years that he dated Kylie Jenner. Okay. Uh-huh. We even got to see some of that on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And Tyga also dated and has a baby with Black China. Ooh. I tell you what, I don't care how desperate times are. I'm not fencing to fuck nobody off the back end of Black China and Kylie Jenner. Ooh. No. Uh-uh. No. Black China is bad enough. But I mean, listen. Black China's a whole lot worse than Kylie Jenner. Yeah, if we're going to, like, rank them. But, <laughs> I mean, she is part of the Hodashian crew. You know what I mean? So you just never know. We just may not know some of the other stuff that she's doing. Hodashian. Yeah, and she's been in a relationship with, what's the guy? I can't keep up with the rappers. Because they don't be having, oh, Travis, Scott, Travis, oh Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Who uh. we Houstonians n- no longer claim after the whole astral catastrophe thing that he ain't still paid them people their money yet and i don't know how he's gonna get it now because him and kylie ain't dating hmm anywho so yeah what an odd pairing they've been seen at multiple uh outings on the club scene kissing and then they just released today that they are most F-R-F-R, which if you don't know what that means, that means you were born in the 19s. It's for real, for real. Okay. Yeah, and that's just so... What is that supposed to mean? Like, for real. Yeah, for real, like, for real, for real. For real, real. Not for play, play. Do any of them have an album coming out? Did you not hear what I said at the beginning? I think Avril Lavigne... Stop! What about Tyga? Does he sing? You're embarrassed. I just said what he did. So you're going to honestly produce a show. You're going to produce this show. And you're not even listening to what the fucking host is saying. I have a lot of responsibilities over here. Yeah, one of them is listening. (laughs) I mean, come on. Okay, what's the story? You just made us look super unprofessional. Not not just us. I made me look very, very unprofessional. Wait till I get me some money. Wait till I get me some money. Wait till I start making good money on this little podcast. Your days are fucking over, dude. Yes. All righty. So, yes, I believe Avril Lavigne has a new album coming out. For real, for real. I'm not sure about Tyga at all, but Tyga kind of doesn't mind riding on the coattails of any woman. It seems like it. Yeah, he does not mind at all. So, we'll... We shall see how this turns out. Cause that's Tyga don't look like he would date a Canadian. <laughs> he dates a Kardashian and a black China. I think pretty much anything is on the table. Cause he done been to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's had the tour. Oh, he's got behind the scenes pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. He got to feed some of the pussies. <laughs> Like a petting zoo. Right, exactly. He did more than petting. All right, so singer Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Which producer James still has no idea who he is. I know who he is. Who is he then? Is Jason Derulo the singer? What's one of his songs? Whichever one you were just doing. 
Oh my God. So anyway, this is actually a feel good story. Jason Derulo, who has not had a song out in probably gone on 10 years. <laughs> I think he mostly dances on TikTok and Instagram, but apparently he's making pretty good money because while he was on a trip in Nebraska, he left a tip to a waiter that covered his, a semester of college. He tipped him $5,000. Oh, wow. What the fuck? Can I work there and only service Jason Derulo? You got to go to college. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I don't think he knew the guy was even in college. Like, it didn't say, like, they had a conversation. Okay. That's just the amount that he gave him was enough to call, cover a semester of college. Ed, look, that's, that's a, a pretty specific, specific giant tip amount. amount. There, there probably was at least some discussion of, hey, how you doing? What are you doing? Like maybe, like you don't give somebody five, five grand without having some, I have to think, some I'm not giving anyone five grand for no conversation. I'm going to give my own kid five grand. No. We know her. She ain't paying back. That's right. And she won't use it for school. She'll say she is, and then we'll continue to get a goddamn bill because <laughs> she used <laughs> we'll, it on something else. We'll just see more Amazon packages. Exactly. Shit that she doesn't even wear. Mm. Yeah, so that was really, really nice of Jason nice. Derulo to do something like nice. See, celebrities are not always bad, but the waiter was so appreciative, he went on social media to thank Jason. So maybe that's how. No, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's legitimate. I think that's legitimately. Because that's like, what I would altruistic. do. Oh, you would. Oh, I, yes, I'd be all over Instagram, bent over with my $5,000 in my hand and said, thanks, Jason. <laughs> you didn't quarters and make it rain? No. No, no, no. I'm not a leprechaun. <laughs> That's for Friday. All right. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk Real Housewives of Potomac. I've got an update on Bam Magera, as always, and Tiger Woods. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to make sure to let you guys know to check me out on the Pink Shade podcast with Mary Prane. Ooh, I said Mary Prane. Mary Prane. Ooh, she gonna get me. Let's start over. I wanted to make sure to let you guys know to check me out this week on the Pink Shade podcast with Mary Payne Gilbert. We will be breaking down, doing a full recap of Love After Lockup. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find Pink Shade Podcast and make sure to follow them on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and on Facebook. And while you're doing that, go ahead and like and subscribe to my podcast. This show. Yeah, you can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook. And anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you'll find us under the Libra Knowledge with Keisha. I sounded like professional. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Like late night radio voice a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. So Michael Darby, who is a former cast member of The Real House Potomac, he was married to Ashley Darby. Uh, as we got to see, things really went down this season. There was a lot of bashing partners. And in one scene, if you guys think about it, it was the scene where they went to the winery, when they went to Wendy's stupid-ass idea of a girl's get-together, where they all got to, what was it, burn and blast or something like that, and you got to say what you wanted to about a person, then you light the piece of paper on fire, and the beef was supposed to be over. Yeah, that always works. Yeah, especially with the tradition of the Real Housewives of Potomac and wineries. The last time we saw these hoes in Lamarani, that's whenever Candace got her ass stomped. 
by uh what's the girl's name what's her name monique i hate i fucking hate monique but in that moment i loved her and i almost wish she would come back to the show just so she can stomp candace's ass again and maybe then candace will quit the show that's all i really want so anywho <laughs> on this scene Candace and her mouse started talking about Ashley Darby's husband and him hooking up with other people, including hiring an escort to perform fellatio Bellatio. on them. Bellatio. Bellatio on them. Bellatio. Bellatio. Yeah, she-o. <laughs> well, Meanwhile, some of just call it a nice dick And here's the thing. No one at the table nor anyone at home viewing thought anything of it because that's just what we know Michael to allegedly do. And I thought they were, like, not together. Well, supposedly they were together during this time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's had quite a few cheating scandals, both with, with women and men. Gotcha. Yeah, so. I can't keep up. He's very upset with Mrs. Dillard because he is suing her for defamation in the amount of $2 million. Yes. Damn. Someone else is suing someone on The Real Housewives of Potomac. I can't even remember who it is, but guess what? It's for $2 million. So I'm like, are they sharing an attorney and they're like... Each one of your cases is going to be $4 million, but if y'all work together, we could just, you know, do, do it like this or something like that. Yeah. So he's pretty pissed off about this. But it's pre- it, isn't it kind of hard to win a case of defamation in court? It is if you're a public figure, for sure. It gets really, really hard. Um, you have to, to really win, you have to, like, say something that you know is untrue and present it like it is absolutely true. Like, remember that, that girl that uh, lost a case to uh, Cardi B? Yeah, that's that, right. That's how, so they got her because she would make statements. She would say they were true, and they showed that she had evidence for, uh, for her to know it wasn't true. That's the key. Okay. Hmm. In any case, I hope that Michael Darby completely wins. <laughs> because it's against Candace, who I just cannot... Who still has you blocked on Instagram, I think, right? She still has me blocked on Instagram for calling, saying she looked like a munchie-chi. Bitch, you do look like a munchie-chi with a wig on. (laughs) And we'll keep saying it. And I'll keep saying it. Until you stop looking like one, I will continue to say it. I will continue to make the comparison because that is what she looks like to me. That is the name of this episode, (laughs) (laughs) Munchie-chi. So I have a not-so-great surprise, surprise update on my boy, Bam McGarry, he just, he can't get it together. No. He even got arrested again, again. No. Like, I think at this point, his bail should just be just sign it, Bam, <laughs> and get the fuck out of here. That, that's all he has to do for bail. So this time he has been arrested for domestic violence. Ooh. Not against his wife, but of his alleged girlfriend who called herself his wife. I don't know why she did that. But yeah, apparently he kicked her. Oh. I'm like, mm-mm, if a man kicked me, mm-mm, you think I'm about to pick up a phone and call 911 and you just kicked me when I got knives in the kitchen? <laughs> no, about to stab this whole leg of yours off. So in addition to that, his, I guess, soon-to-be ex-wife has said that he completely almost left them destitute, wow. him and Phil. So, you know, he did go on that tour with Steve-O where he was, like, getting 50 grand. Okay, and gave nothing to the household, gave nothing in the form of child support or anything like that. Bam, you can't do that when you have a child. You have to take care of your little bambino. 
Like, come on. I mean, I, I, I don't know what he, well, I know what he's thinking about. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Get it together. Babe. I hope that they try to attempt, I mean, I hope they make him do a drug mandated stay somewhere other than the other place where he went and he kept escaping like every three and a half weeks. They've done that. Yeah, they have, but I'm saying at a different place because oh. he kept escaping the other place. That place is garbage, okay? <laughs> so he needs a totally new, he needs like, um, what's that old prison island place? Alcatraz. Okay, because I was about to say Azkaban, <laughs> as in Harry Potter. <laughs> and I knew that wasn't right, but I'm like, you know what, just go ahead and ask. He needs to be out there by himself. He does. Yeah, where he got to go through sharks, whells. Bad weather, high water, he got to swim, climb. Remember that jackass motherfucker? He, he probably, probably fucking could. Yes. He probably would. Yep. He would try it. I'm still rooting for you, Bam. I'm still Hi, I'm the jackass, and I'm Bam Margera. This is Alcatraz Escape. And they probably would get another fucking show on MTV for doing it. <laughs> you see how this shit works? Yes, we do. Oh, my God. All right, so Tiger Woods' his ex-girlfriend is suing him or trying to, trying to sue him but first, she's got to get rid of the NDA that she had to sign. That is still so weird to me that celebrities have to get, like, everyone around them an NDA. Well, yeah, but, I mean, think about all the shit that you know about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know how it feels saying, well, yeah, I want to be friends with you, too. I like you. You have pretty eyes. We have a lot in common. But I need for you to sign this piece of paper. Right. I mean, that would just seem weird to me. I, I don't know. So she's trying to get, she's trying to have it where the NDA is pushed out because she's claiming that she was sexually assaulted by him. Ooh. Yes. And she wants to sue him in the tunes of $30 million. Wow. But do I feel sorry for Tiger Woods? Absolutely not. I don't. Maybe you should date somebody black. <laughs> oh, it's a white girl? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck it is. No offense to Sorry, my white girls, right. <laughs> but I have a total disdain for men of color who state openly that they don't date black women. I have an issue with that. You made that clear about uh, Jonathan Majors, too. Oh, I'm still so heartbroken that he said it, James. I thought that was going to be my baby daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. Wait, um, there's been a couple of others that you've said that you're pissed off that they've uh, like discriminated against black women. I had a whole list of them, but you know, I'm not going to dedicate any more of my precious time on my podcast talking about those fine ass losers because they all kind of fine. Fine ass losers, which makes it just so, 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 so hard. Oh, it's hard on me. But I did go ahead and see Creed three. Because I said I was going to just boycott it, have a sign outside, marching back and forth. Like yeah, you I was, said that. You I, said that until you saw the goddamn promo uh, posters with all them abs. No, it was about the 1500th time of me looking at the promo. <laughs> I was like, never mind. I can just, I can do this. I'm a strong black woman. I I'm gonna put it to the side. Put it to the side yeah. for them, for them fine ass thighs that he had. <laughs> <laughs> Which crazy thing is pretty good. But yes, Tiger Woods is just. He doesn't want to date any woman of color. He just, man, I don't even know what kind of woman he needs because. He just fucks up with them so bad. He's not like a good guy, I don't think. He doesn't seem like No, it. he's, I, and I think he, and I think he puts these women through a lot. 
I guess so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I'm not a big Tiger Woods fan, just because he's kind of cocky and. Well, I mean, he is one, you know, the greatest ever. At golf. What the fuck does not that mean to me? It's not fucking much golf. Yeah, now, if you said else. the greatest in the world with Quidditch, okay, we could talk. Okay, go, go, Tiger, go, Tiger, Team Woods, Team Woods. So, but that's not the case. He is the number one golfer, golfer of which, all time. Which don't play well in your book. No, not at all. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You know, but you know, I'm glad anytime a person of color, you know breaks a record or is the first to do this or for him, you know, being the greatest ever. And he's Malaysian. Don't call me black. (laughs) (laughs) He just gets on my fucking nerves. Like, did he say that? Yeah. There was like, uh, what was the cheating scandal that something went wrong in Vegas a few years ago? Oh, well, I cannot remember what it was. So which one? So that, this girl that... might have been a stripper. She was a naughty girl. Okay, the stripper girl. And then he had the other one with his first wife where all the... Maybe it was her, Perkins waitress shit that, came That's out. who it was. Okay. So Yeah, the one who chased him with a fucking golf club? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, that was his wife who did that. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So, because of all, because of all of that. So, yes, yeah, she um, actually released some text messages between the two of them. And um, it was something that was supposed to be sexual, but it's very vomitrocious because he said something like this. You ain't never had the blazing. Ew. And I never want to after you said like that, like all weird. It didn't sound enticing at all. Because he has skinny ankles too. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? He does. And And that was part of the text message. Like he's like, I'm thinking about getting um, implants in my calves because I've always had skinny calves and skinny ankles. <laughs> well, maybe he'd be the first Blasian man to get, to get perhaps, an- ankle Perhaps, perhaps, yes. Wait, do they have do they have surgeries where you can, like, give yourself cankles? I'm not. In Turkey or Mexico, maybe there is. <laughs> I've never heard about it in the States, but you most definitely can get them in your calves. Oh, can you imagine? Well, one, that's why we sign NDAs. So people don't find out about your fucking small calves and ankles. Right. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking like, what would a sexual text message read by Tiger Woods? Cause he doesn't have a sexy voice. Not at all. At all. And them big ass teeth. <laughs> he got teeth on top of teeth. It looked like his one tooth was made of three. <laughs> that's that. That's that blazion. That's that blazion in him. I guess. When, I, that's I, a California in him. Something. I don't know. But he needs to get them fucking who's shaving down or something because they're well, big. If he keeps fucking around, someone's going to knock him knock out. Knock him all the way the fuck out. That's yeah. right. All right. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit of Thousand Pound Sisters and Love After Lockup. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. So I'm going to jump into Love After Lockup. Oh, boy. Oh, man. There was so much to see. Strap in, kids. Well, you guys know I don't do a full recap because if you want to hear me do that, I'm going to be on Pink Shade doing that. But I'm just going to go ahead and recap the best fucking scene of this episode. And y'all know who it is. It's Monique and Derek. 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 So, okay. So Derek, as we saw last episode, his birthday is coming up and his sisters are supposedly be, they're going to be throwing him a little kickback party at their home. A little party. 
Yeah, for him. I want all his friends the same size as him. With a bouncy castle. Oh, Bob, can we get the kind with the water? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so he's riding with his sisters because he's already told Monique and her sisters who are in town that he wants them to come over. He just wants everyone to get along. So, of course, there's got to be some sort of a meetup. I don't know why they keep doing meetups because we know how meetups go with this particular crew, okay? So we got Monique and her three sisters looking like the fat girls are back in that car. I'm like, y'all all need to get together and go on a weight loss program because this cannot be good for your health. And I know that it's not good for your health because I used to be about as big as them bitches were, okay? You weren't that big. I was close. Look, I was in a competition to get that big, okay? <laughs> I wanted to be first in line, okay? So, anywho, so we, they show Derek and his two sisters, Elizabeth and Abriana. They're on the way to this meetup. For some odd reason, I'm not sure if Abriana and Sister Elizabeth knew of the exact location of the meetup. Because they most definitely did not come out dressed to go to a fucking park. Okay? No. So we've got Abriana who's got on pleather pants and a black top. Which, okay. At least her titties are covered up this episode. This Sister Elizabeth comes in with what I don't... What Was it a dress? Was it a skims little thing? But it just, it was short, it was tight. Then she had on a fluffy, fluffy, fluffy pink, mink comb. Pink. pink. Hot pink. Looking like a fucking flamingo fucked a dude. Okay? And got pregnant. And this is what it produced. It produced Sister Elizabeth. And she's got on like a black ski mask looking thing. Which Mary Payne looked it up. It's something called a baklava. She said baklava. Um, That's the dessert. Well, there's baklava and there's balakava. That it is, balakava. Yeah, but they're spelled the same, more or less. Okay, so it really wasn't our fault. No, it's fine. I mean, she, she looked like a drag ninja. That is exactly what she looked like, okay? So to me, if you're going to have a meetup with somebody and you come dressed like that, I know you didn't come prepared to have a conversation. She was dressed up like she was going to pull off a fucking gay jihad. I don't, I don't know. And then she had on like house shoe things, okay? <laughs> so they get to the park. They get out, Monique and her crew come out thick, thick. They Slowly. they thick, okay. I'm I, I'm. There's a lot of shit talking. A lot of shit talk. Too much shit talking for bitches who can fight. Cause bitches who can fight not gonna do a lot of shit talking. They gonna say about one, two things, and then it's on like Donkey Kong. This is too much bad. Y'all fat. Y'all ugly. Y'all fat. Look at your wig. Look at your wig. What you wanna fuck your brother? You dick, dick, dick. So you got these two groups, and then you got a little bitty Derek's ass in the fucking middle. That is not the place you want to be, my, my ninja. That is not where you want to be with your little bitty ass. Like, what you going to do? He looked like the hobbits at the gates of Mordor. He really did. Exhausted, overwhelmed, about to get lit on fire. That is what he looks like he has been through already. And they haven't even started swinging, all right? No, they're still yapping. They're still just yapping, 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 yapping. And the more Sister Elizabeth talks, the more that little dress just keeps riding up and up. And I'm like, we're going to see dick and balls. We're going to see dick and balls if oh, it yeah. keeps going up. And guess what we saw? Dick and balls dick and, and balls. ass. So Sister Elizabeth and Abriana pretend like they're going to leave because Derek is just upset. He's like, just forget it. It's not going to happen. And you kind of feel bad for Derek right now. 
Yeah. All the cheating and bossing Monique around and all of that feeding that he does to her. That none of that. Okay. I think he's a feeder. So they get back in their car, but then Monique and her crew, I wish I knew their last names. The Clark sisters. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who the clock sisters are yes i do so I the clock so. sisters are um a religious group of basically fat black women that's who makes up the group so i'm just gonna call them the clark sisters don't tell me i'm body shaming because i'm talking about my damn self as well okay so sister sylvia is still talking shit right She's like, yeah, she talking all that shit, but she ain't gonna swing. You ain't gonna swing. She ain't gonna swing. And Sister Elizabeth's like, yes, I will. And then she's like, then swing, Okay. <laughs> so Sister Elizabeth came out with that man energy. This was man energy because here's the thing. Though she may be in transition, structurally she's still built like a, a man right now like i don't think she's on any hormones where some of that that muscle gets unreproduced is that i don't know how melts away reduced. it gets reduced it her shit ain't been reduced yet it still very much is muscular kind of so she gets out and she, she did swing like she swing like a motherfucker she got two of them at the same time bitch this left one is for you calandra Every time I think say her name, I think about that oyster red drink that white people drink. Oh, Clamato. That black people would never fucking touch. <laughs> uh, and then the right ones was Sister Sylvia. And Sister Sylvia lost all her equilibrium because she just fell down, was bouncing, bouncing. You remember those big balls that we used to sit down and bounce? Yeah. That was Sister Sylvia on the way down. And she, it took a minute to get up, too. <laughs> and we all know why. So then there's the fight. But you never, ever, ever ever in the midst because now it was a full fight you ain't gonna see monique <laughs> no she's off on the side that's the bitch who ain't gonna swing sylvia you should have been talking to your sister and right at that moment i'm like sylvia and calandra have had to fight a lot of people for some shit that monique has started I and if there's right. any evidence it is this episode right here because there's no shot i you don't see her. You don't hear her say, y'all stop, dad. Dad, make the, dad, can you make them stop, dad? Oh, hunger, you know, I, I, it's my time to eat. Dad, you don't even hear her voice at all, period, point blank. We don't even, I don't know if she left. I, I don't know if she went to go get snacks and drinks for everybody because, I mean, I know after I fight, I want a little bit of a snack and a drink, maybe a blunt. I don't know. So we don't see Monique. These girls are going at it. But I will say, this and this is impotent nobody's hair got snatched off their heads how did that happen they had some fucking good ass glue that shit was not only tied down it was it was threaded down glued down and nobody's wig came off that's amazing that is it's never seen i think the crew from baddies west could take a couple of you know look at this as an example of how not to lose your wig in a fight because on baddies west soon as they say new episode of baddies west a bitch's wig is coming off we didn't see more at this point they don't even need to wear wigs because we see more corn rolls than anything when their shit gets snatched off so none of the girls none of them had their hair snatched off. But we saw a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of ass. 
not just Sister Elizabeth. I mean, between Calandra and Sylvia, it was a lot of ass bouncing. I'm like, is this a fucking twerking video? Like, what? What is really? It was ass everywhere, Big Frida. It was ass every fucking where. I was just. It was so much going on, and they're fucking talking shit during all of this. I don't know, but me as a fat woman, I cannot do both. Like, I'm either gonna talk shit or I'm gonna fight, cause there's no way. I have the ability to talk shit and fight at the same time. Right. No, 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 no. So I think at some point, Sister Elizabeth gets kind of pushed down and she has to be dramatic. She's laying out like she's sprawled out. Then she acts like she's fucking modeling. And then she's kicking the door of Monique's fucking rental van or SUV or whatever it is. She's just kicking it. I'm like, you know, see the size of your big ass foot? Stop before you put a hole through that goddamn car seat. <laughs> So poor little Derek is just upset. He's like, I didn't say this, but I have a feeling in his face. He's like, man, y'all ruined my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all, man. He really, he really did look. You know how you see videos of two people fighting in their front yard? Yeah. And like the poodle is like, yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. It, that was him. And for all of his height, he really was trying to break up the fight. He just didn't meet the weight nor the height requirements <laughs> to do so. I mean, it was a tough, tough, tough couple of times I saw him like really fucking reaching up on his tippy toes to like stop, pull somebody's head apart from someone else's. But it really did work. And he really, his life was at risk. That was a flyweight and a heavyweight fight. Well, then sister, sister Elizabeth started pushing him. And yeah. I was like, she about to break his back. Cause I, I bet they beat Derek up on the daily when he was a kid. How could they not? He's small. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So th there's love after lockup. Oh, and I have to mention one. I have to give a special stole the whole episode was baby Adeline. Okay. Aww. Sean and Sarah's baby. Because at the beginning of the episode, she is bald as an ass. And then she came back. She's like, hmm, I'm going to show y'all what to do with this chick. This is what I did with this chick. Boom! Full motherfucking wig, y'all. Full wig. Because she has a head full of fucking hair. <laughs> I like that the editors just even try. I mean, I think at this point, the editors are like, I mean, it's WeTV. <laughs> I mean, just throw the shit together. Just throw it together. They go, they gonna watch it. I mean, just throw the shit together. And literally, that is how it feels sometimes with we TV. Like they didn't say throw that shit together. It really does. It really does because I'm like, y'all could have done some kind of transition with this child's hair. Yeah. So, but I like the fact she came out with all her hair. All right. So on this week episode of thousand about sisters which producer james still has not sat down to watch it to its completion and it's really has hurt my feelings i'll catch up no i'll catch up i promise i've already watched the episode five times and you haven't watched it once well i'm not gonna watch it five times but you i'll get have it to now. do that because you miss things mm. you can't miss much with them well, verbal things. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this week on Thousand Pound Sisters, we finally got to meet Caleb. But we only got to meet Caleb after fucking Tammy threw a fit of all fits, okay? Mm -hmm. She's been in the rehab for a month, which was a requirement for her after her weight loss surgery. She's getting ready to go home. She's got a date and everything. And Chris and Mute Brittany are on their eight-hour drive to go pick her up from rehab because it's time. So they're driving and the phone rings. Chris's phone rings and he picks up, oh, and 
you know, we can, we don't have any idea what is being said, but we know it's the, the rehab because he told Brittany it was rehab. So he pissed up the he's like, what? Really? Okay, I got to pull over. So, oh, dang. Y'all dang. Brittany, hold on. So, see, at that point, if I was Brittany, I would have just slapped him. Because you have me scared to death at this point that your sister, who's almost died nine other times, possibly is dead right now. But we learned that Tammy has a trach infection. And boy, does that start some shit because she cannot come home. The medication, the IV cannot be taken home. It has to be administered there at the rehab. That shit's serious. Yeah, yeah fucking serious. Really serious. And, and kind of fucking gross, considering all the throat boogers and Very. throat farts that we've had to experience this season thus far. So I can't even imagine how a fucking infection in your trait probably smells. Oh, God. Especially hers. Especially on top of Tammy. Yeah, I <laughs> right? don't know. It probably smelled like pork rinds and snot. Oh, God. Yeah, just imagine that. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. So he reports back to the rest of the cornbread muffin head fools that he calls family <laughs> and tells them about, you know, what's going on with Tammy. So what they realized, which I guess I probably would have been thinking the same thing too. They were going to have Amanda who's what seven foot fallen all titties. If you don't know what sister I'm talking about, um, she and Amy were going to get trained to be able to help Tammy take care of her trach. What they did not realize is that, okay, this is not like a course we can take online and we're done and get a certificate after the first six hours. No, this is an actual, they have to go to the hospital for a week. It's actual medical training. Yeah, and then that's when it clicks into them like, wait a minute, this is actual life support that we're dealing with. Right. And that's a, that is a huge responsibility for anyone, but especially children that were raised by fucking nasty ass Darlene, which is their mom. Okay. <laughs> so they're like, no, like, man, it's like, I can't take off from work. Amy, you know, she can't be away from her children, which is weird. Cause as stressed out as you are all the time, I would think you wanted a little bit of time away, even if it was to learn how to clean out a trach. But they have decided, like, this is too much of a responsibility, and there's no one to take care of Tammy once she comes back home. No one neither. I mean, remember when she was, like, in the facility and she just stopped breathing one night? Yeah, yeah like, that was this season. Yeah, I know, but, like, you wouldn't know that unless you had, had the little thing going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she got that inside the rehab with trained fucking professionals. Yeah. So she's upset. She's been blowing up all their phones. She's getting madder and madder and madder. And then we see old Tammy come out. Oh, did she? They decided to do a fake. Shut up. I know. I saw that part. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. The part you saw. So they FaceTime Aunt, uh, Tammy. And she's like, I'm not staying here. I'm leaving. Y'all are selfish. If y'all don't come get me by the end of the 10 days, I'm leaving. I'm checking myself. What, check your, who is going to be able to caravan you other than your siblings back to Kentucky? Who, what is she thinking? She's not. She's just threatening because that's all she can do. Because She's it, just acting the fuck out. Because in the next scene, it's been 10 days and her ass is out there in a wheelchair sitting on the front porch of the rehab. Uh-huh. Realizing there's nothing she can do. But no. in Tammy's head, her sisters have let her down. They've never hurt her this bad before. She never fucking sees things from anyone else's point of view. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. So then here comes stalker Caleb because we meet him and see that he's kind of a stalker as well. And Caleb, he is fat boy cute. Okay. You've been fat boy cute. Yeah. You, I mean, you wasn't I mean, as. thank you. 
Yeah. I think. We don't know how tall he is because, like, he can't really stand up. Because right that's all we see of him in the wheelchair. So, you know, he's down. They've got, like, their little recreation room where they go do arts and crafts, play games, and all that kind of stuff. And so then it is revealed that, because Tammy asked, you know, what made you come to this facility? Like that wasn't fucking told by the producers to her to do. Because oh, yeah. what, what just makes you just ask that question in the middle of conversations with all these other people? Yeah. And he's like, well, you did. And everyone's like, uh, what? What? And he's, it's a little bit deeper. It is a fat people rehab. <gasps> That's kind of what it sounded like. Huh? <laughs> all right. So. He's explaining that he had a friend that, I guess, watched the show or followed Tammy on social media, knew she was going to be going there. And he claims that was like an inspiration to him. Like, if she can do this, I can do this. And granted, he's been there the whole time she's been there, but he's just now coming out of his room. So I'm thinking he lost his little 200 pounds and he's like, ooh, it's big boy season. Pat on the belly. Because that's what he says. He's like, it's bit boy season now. Uh, so I guess he lost his 200 pounds and he felt a little bit more confident. He should, he should have lost a little bit more to come I mean, out of his room. I mean, if that's what happened, okay. Yeah, I mean, so. It's all right. You know, the friends in the rehab are like, we're starting to notice there's a, lot, a, little, a little bit of back and forth flirting between the two of them. And next thing, they are a full-blown couple eating a cup of chicken chili, piece of cornbread. We know all that because Caleb told us. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and only one cup of chili, you know. So they're you having. Eat your cornbread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, you know, Tammy, she looks really genuinely happy. Her, her siblings have noticed, look. We know this bitch is mad at us, but every time we talk to her, she's really fucking happy. So they, they really don't know the catalyst behind it. Right. Until Amanda's like, well, y'all know she got a little, uh, new black. She didn't say that, but she wants to say new black friend. Because <laughs> she only dates black guys, apparently so. Um, and they're like, really? She's starting a relationship even though she's getting ready to leave the rehab? But, I mean, it's fucking Tammy, okay? T Tammy don't care. She'll probably give herself another trach infection so she can stay a little bit longer with Caleb at the rehab. So we're seeing them having their little days, pushing each other around in their wheelchairs with the other's wheelchair. I'm like, and if that ain't some fat shit right there. Wait, he, did they make a fat train? Yeah, they did. Because she was dancing like, ooh, ooh. Well, he's back there like rolling his. He's rolling his electrical one. Oh, my God. With her not electrical one. So they can be together. I mean, I guess it's the size of a car if you just add it all together. And that's what they were trying to create. That chain choo-choo. Uh, something. Because I was like, uh. But I guess what else is there to do? Not much. Uh, how about work out together? <laughs> <laughs> how about work on leaving rehab? No shit. So then the next scene, you know. Caleb is kind of being the narr narrator and he's saying that he has a huge surprise for Tammy. He set something up for her. He's even got like the staff and their friends from the rehab uh, involved in it. And then they're out in the parking lot. And he's like, she kind of knows something's up because why the fuck are we in a parking lot? Not doing laps. That's most definitely what you're not doing. <laughs> Just there. Just there. So, and that's when we see Caleb with all the mic that he has. I mean, all of it. I think somebody might have been pushing him, giving him a lift in the back, because it was a slow stand. But he stood up, and he proposed to his woman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He asked Tammy. Didn't get down on one knee. Because he wasn't going to get back up. <laughs> At least not without. Look, we've watched enough episodes of 600-pound life. 
to know that when someone that size falls, they don't get back up. An ambulance has to be called. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. A problem. It's, a, it's a huge problem. They don't have enough strength to pick themselves back up. Nope. The people around them, unless it's like a little fucking African tribe, can even lift them up. Therefore, they have to call in the real re, re, total reinforcement and call people an ambulance. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it happen a, a bunch. I mean, even at my heaviest of 350, if I went down, I'm like, first of all, it's going to be a slow going down. Because I'm like, I'm not about to break my own fat ass hip. So we're going to have to, we, I know we're falling. I get that. Gravity is a calling. I, I'm going to fall. I know I'm going to fall. But look, joints, knees, muscles, we just going to have to do it slow. And so, yeah, but getting down, I'm like, James, you have to come help me get up. I can, I don't know if I'm hurt or just my leg is not used to stretching like that, but please come get, and he struggled getting me up sometimes. It, he's over there shaking his head because he's too afraid to say yes on the mic. Yes, I did. Okay, so that basically was the whole episode right there, wasn't it? Oh, you don't know, because oh. why? You didn't watch the episode. I mean, did anything else happen? Uh, I mean, Amy was griping about shit. She griping about having two kids. Like she didn't get herself pregnant. She asked like someone just came in the middle of the night and impregnated her with she these really two children. Act like it wasn't her choice. Yeah, like you, this is what you wanted. You weren't supposed to fucking do it, and here it is. You weren't supposed to have one baby within two years, and now you've had two babies within the two years. But I will say, she did get weighed in, and she's only gained six pounds since her last insane. weigh in. That's insane. Yeah. Cause she look, I mean, she looks big, like big. She's with a lot of stomach. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. She's a lot of stomach. I was thinking about this too. Like she's having a hard time with two kids. It seems like, is it maybe that she's, they've spent so long being so heavy where you really could just be lazy and make it through life. Well, and, I mean, she's not doing any kind lazy. of, yeah. Now she's not doing any kind of, exercise or anything like that and she's still nowhere near her goal weight right and kids won't let the kids their age they don't give a fuck they won't let you be lazy no 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 no, no. look you could be dead motherfucking sleeping they won't let you be sleep okay because something right. somebody's gonna do something you're ha you can't sleep all the way because you gotta have one ear open yeah you know so yeah but she most definitely is having a hard time with these two kids and personally i'm fucking sick of hearing about it <laughs> I'm like, bitch, is this going to be your whole storyline all season? Okay, can we do half a season? Because this is just a little bit too much. So, Producer James, do you have anything you want to say before we go out? Um, thank you all for listening. Um, so, oh, we will be working on, hey, uh, we got to mention what we're going to probably start doing and try to do on Patreon at some point. So, we're going to try to do a relationship type show. I don't try. I do. True. So, I mean, a lot of people ask us, you know, how our relationship works, how we do it since we're so awesome. Uh, <laughs> so we thought we would uh, try to find a way to share, you know, our secrets with everybody else. So for next show, I'm sure Keisha put this on social media. Um, send you us your relationship. What, what? You don't tell me what to do. I just said she could. You better make that a please. suggestion. Could you please? I'll think about it. Okay. Um, we're looking for questions to start doing like a segment or two, and then we'll work it into uh the goal is to work it into a full blown call in type show. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Cause every episode of this show, we see how often producer James fucks up. So let's just watch him get this together real quick. <laughs>
she's hard to produce, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. It's the Nibelung. The Nibelung. Ooh.